So she calls. She's like, I think he may try to murder me. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, at least that way, if he if he murders me, you'll be on the phone. You can hear it. And and I'm like, I don't want to hear you yeah, be murdered. Yeah, she's like, oh, yay, me. Yay. I go, but hear you be can, how about we just not get murdered? Let's, let's start there. It's like amping herself up yeah, the whole I'm way. I'm walking out down the hall, and I'm like, I'm so nervous. Like, what, what's then Howard going to look like? I hear this. <laughs> what did you hear? <laughs> I hear this. I hear her go. Hello, and he goes, uh, Daytree. She's like, yeah. And he's like, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Howard. Uh, here you go. And then he goes, like, here's your ice cream. And he was like, <laughs> she was like, have a good night. And like that was it. It was, the- yeah. But then I walked, I walked, I turned away and walked off, and I said, it's a false alarm. Howard's really nice. <laughs> she goes, he even brushed my my finger when he was handing me the ice cream. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to Kitty Whispers. Episode 12, but part two of our mental health episode, episode. interview with Hey Therapist. Yes, and we have our new equipment and our new mics and our new software and we're going to get it all figured out to where it'll be so perfect. Y'all are going to be so happy. Lauren's done a lot of research and she's doing a great job, but at the same time, I'm like, I haven't dove in yet. Well, it's, uh, we ran into a little bit of a snag last time, so we kind of apologize for the choppiness of the audio from last episode. Yeah. Um, but that is something that we are definitely working on, and hopefully this portion will be really great, and we'll put in the last bit of the interview, and then moving forward, it'll be perfect. Yeah. So. And it is going to be a great episode because we have lots of wild updates for you. Oh, yeah. Do you want to kick it off? <laughs> Uh, since I've emotionally recovered. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm already an emotional person, and we all know that here. But I have been traumatized by dating now, and I'm just not about it. Um, I think last week we talked about, or not last week. Well, it was, uh, yeah, it was last week. Last week, you told him you were getting ready to go on a date. Yeah, go on a date with Mr. Robot. It was. I don't even know what to say. It was probably the worst date I have ever been on in my life. The worst. Uh Yeah, a hundred percent. The worst. And when I say the worst, I mean like just the way I was treated through the whole process like obviously I was excited to go on this date um you know into things with Mr. Callie this guy had reached back out asked me to asked in like a couple weeks in advance yeah he was pretty persistent and yeah you know he was persistent although I was worried about the personality he had facetimed me prior to the date so I was like you know what maybe maybe this is going to be better than I expected yeah and so, um, you know, he drove, I mean, he drove about 30 minutes out of his way to come and us go have a drink and get to know each other. And, um, so I show up to this restaurant, which is in our area, mm-hmm. super cute. And, um, I, I mean, I, 
my mind is still blown, honestly, when I think about it. Well, so she called me crying. I called her crying. I and I cried on the date. Like I was in tears on the date because I was so mentally exhausted from it. And so I got there and I sat at the bar. He had walked in ahead of me, but he wasn't at the bar. And so I was like, um, did someone come in? And she's like, oh, I think he's in the bathroom. So, you know, I'm sitting there for a while and in my mind, I'm thinking homeboy must be taking a shit because he's taken (laughs) forever. And then, um, he ends up walking around the corner. So I stand up and I go to give him a hug and he goes, oh no, a hug is earned. And sticks his fist out to fist bump me. And I was just like, like yeah, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> we just like clanked rings Clank like it. Power Rangers. <laughs> That's Power Ranger. Anyway. Power. <laughs> and so that happened and I was like, uh, okay. Like I literally was like, that was fucking weird. Cause you know, when you've been communicating with someone for like over a month. Well, I mean, yeah, I. A normal behavior is to hug that individual well, especially if it's a romantic situation like yeah clearly you're sexually attracted to me yeah we wouldn't be here if he wasn't and he can't even give me like a hug no oh. daydream because it's earned oh yeah so I hadn't earned it at that point I guess anyways so then it's just the whole day it was like Picking me apart. Every single thing I said was overanalyzed. I felt like I was in an interrogation. But then the mind fuck is amongst all of that, he would stop and be like, you're just so beautiful. Like you're like top shelf. You're, you know, I'm very attracted to you. He kept saying, I like your look. I'm low key thinking he's on the spectrum at this point. I wish If he was, he was more transparent with me about that because that's the level of social awkwardness I was getting from him. Mm -hmm. And then he would notice little details like down to my outfit or my purse or like things and then want to know like. You you said like, how, why did you feel like you needed to buy that or brand name? Yeah. He goes, I really love your purse and I'm sorry. I keep picking up my scalp up here. It's annoying. Um, he goes, I really love your purse. I love, I like the brand Tory Burch. And he's like, what made you want that? And I was, I was like, I mean, I like it. I like Tory Burch too. Like she makes great bags. Like it was on sale. That is one thing you'll know about me. I'm not going to pay full price for a purse unless I'm making up money. So it was on sale. So I justified it. And, but then he goes, but why, why do you like Tory Burch? Why is it good material? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. It was a good cow that they then turned into leather. Go check out their website. I'm sure they have a whole description. I know. And I'm like, why are you asking me this? I don't over. That's the difference between me and him. I'm not sitting there over analyzing absolutely everything. But that doesn't make me an ignorant person. Just because I'm not sitting there giving you a bullet point presentation as to why I picked a Tory Burch purse does not make me an ignorant person. And he kept making me feel like I was so dumb because I'm like, what am I not saying that he's wanting? Like, what is it that he's trying to pull out of me that I have no. And then the weird thing is he would talk to the bartender or the people next to us and be so charming and normal. 
And then it's like he would turn back and be back into this fucking, I'm this prince sitting on a throne and you're this peasant trying to come at me. Like, yeah, it was wild. So at the end of the day, um, I mean, I, t- I, I told Lauren, like, I couldn't even control the tears. Like, you know how you hold them back? They just started pouring from my face. And I was embarrassed. I hate when I'm irritated and I cry. And then we're walking out and I let him have it. I was like, what the fuck was that in there? Like, one, I'm embarrassed because I'm pretty sure the bartender witnessed the interaction the whole time. And then, two, I'm like, you asked me to be here. You asked me to go on this date. You drove 30 minutes out of your way to come here to what? Interrogate me? Yeah. Like, it was just a fucking joke. So, she made up for it. Well, I did make up for it. But now I'm, like, totally just traumatized to go on dates. I'm, like, as miserable as that was, I'm, like, I, it was exhausting. And it's, like, why the fuck can men not just be normal? I'm a normal human. This one's normal for the most part. What the hell? <laughs> I am normal. You're as normal. We are as, as We're normal as, as each normal other. We're as normal as they come. I'm a, and that's what I told him. I said, you know what? I'm a kind-hearted, laid-back, genuine person. And you just sat in there and made me feel ignorant and belittled. And how dare you? And you know, want to know what this robot's response was? Was it a robot response? He goes, yeah, I generally get that reaction from most females. Okay, well, then I think it's time to change some behaviors. Well, you would think that you'd be like, hmm, maybe this is contributing to why I'm single. Maybe this is why I haven't had a successful relationship. I should work on that. Honestly, I think he doesn't care. And I'm like, is this like an act? Is Are you purposely doing this? Because the way he could just flip around and be so normal and charming to the people next to us and then turn back to me and be this fucking know-it-all monster and then had the nerve to post on his social media story don't what did it say don't concern yourself with the feelings of others well I guess when you don't have any feelings that's easy to do it was I mean it was wild I'm like oh so you so don't have any empathy not that I need empathy from you I need respect and I was so disrespected in every way that I was like, nah. Well, he doesn't even know you. So to be coming at you like that is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's absurd. It's it was it was insane. Well, I want to hear about the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after because let me tell you, I went into this date thinking we're going to have a good time and I'm going to get it in because he is very good looking. That's about the one thing he has going for him. Good looking. And so I was like, yes. Well, when that didn't happen, and I was feeling like... What was it like again? Yes. So that didn't happen. And I even shaved my vagina for this date. (sighs) So you, I mean, but... I was looking cute. I had my cute cute outfit on and my cute shoes and a shaved vagina and and butthole. A shaved vagina and butthole. (laughs) And this is what it turned into. That takes effort, too, by the way. 100%. Stretching has to take place. Like you have to get into the full butterfly position in the bathtub to get back there. Oh my gosh. But. Okay. 
What? It just reminds me, a close friend of mine, uh, her and her boyfriend were a little adventurous. Yeah. Uh, sexually this past weekend. And she oh, said God. that, uh, no, they, they did some things. She doesn't typically do anal, but they did it the right way. And then she said that afterwards, she literally bent over and was like, does it look normal or like the porn butthole? She was so afraid. Am I gaping? <laughs> yeah, she was like, <laughs> she was like, is, is it stretched out? And she made him like look at it. Oh, <laughs> My heavens, you're gonna have to tell me who that was later. <laughs> if you're listening, I love you and I support you. I just, it's too funny not to share. So, for reals, I think the gaping retracts. I think it's, I have a funny story to tell about buttholes later. Anyway, um, we like butt talk. So, I was need, I texted Mr. Bush after this date and I was like, you, I was, I mean, you can ask Lauren. I was bawling, crying. And I was I'm not like, laughing at her crying. I'm no. laughing at it. Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing at me crying because I was so in my feelings. And I texted Mr. Bush and I was like, I know you probably don't want to hear this, but I just went on the worst day ever. And I literally am like in tears. And he was like, well, how about you come over tomorrow and I won't make you cry. And I was like, okay, deal. On the way. Which y'all know he's pretty great not bad looking himself. So I get over there the next day, which I will say generally when I was younger, I would go out of my way and drive to different people to get it in because I prefer to leave when I'm done and not have any lingers. But I mean, I've been like canceling on this guy for a while. Like he'll come to my house, but when he asked me to come to his, I'm like, no, that's too far. (laughs) It's not convenient. Sorry. I'm not about it. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go be, not be an asshole. So I go. So you went and showed him your asshole. Yeah, he probably saw it. He probably saw it a few times. But yeah, so I get over. At least it was shaved. It was, it was prepped (laughs) and ready to roll. So yeah, at least I didn't have to mess with that that day. It was already ready to go. Um, But I get over there and I mean, we hung out. For a little bit we watched a basketball game and you know started doing the dang thing and this was like our second time to do it yeah well I say second time the first time we did it we did it twice this time we did it twice as well so really it was like the third time but you know the more you have sex with somebody you get a little bit more comfortable and kind of figure them out and how they work yes well I, was, I don't know I don't remember but I think I vaguely remember yeah it's because it's been so long for her. I'm celibate now. <laughs> That's not true. We'll, t- Halo. we'll talk about that here in a minute. <laughs> Anyways, but um, I don't know. I learned some more info about this one. Um, one, I would hate to be his neighbor because when the boy gets down, it's not a quiet scenario. Like, I kind of wish we had music drowning us out because I low key felt like I was having sex with a gorilla. <laughs> because the noises, y'all, he was behind me and he was going, <gasps> and he's a quiet individual. Like he, so when he was like, he's a reserved, quiet, good looking person. And so when I started hearing him make these noises, I'm thinking, what's happening right now? It distracted me from the task at hand. Also, update, the bush is still there. 
And it, I, I can very much tell that's just not in his realm of wanting to trim. So if we do continue a thing, we may have to have that conversation. But. Sorry, I'm trying to very. Uh, discreetly mess with our microphones. I'm just wanting to make sure that we're not fucking up. So. Keep yeah, because that would suck if we recorded all this in. That's what happened last time. So, sorry. Anyway, so he sounds like a gorilla. Yeah, so, but I, if I, I'm telling you, if I was his neighbors, I'd be like, oh, he's back at it again. <laughs> That's how loud it was. But then, at when it got to the end, he would holler out, I'm coming! <laughs> like, but oh, like drama. way louder. It was like with the grunts. I love it. I love it. I love that you got to experience that. I love this journey I for mean, you. I mean, I didn't hate it. I like when a guy's vocal. I mean, I like that. No, I mean, I don't. I don't know if I like it that vocal. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't love it, but I'm not one to judge. Um, I'm not a super. In fact, Mr. Callie made that comment. He was like, "I just don't know if I'm making you happy because you're not like a super vocal person." And I was like, first of all, if I'm subtly moaning, then I'm fine. Like we're good." <laughs> Um, she's a subtle if moaner. I yeah I am I'm a quiet like I'm into it like I'm just not a super I've never been a super loud sexual person I'm not a yeller and I told him I said honestly if you're having sex and a person is hollering it's a show they're putting on I can't stand it like that is a full-blown the like that's not real no you're no, not making no man is making a woman squeak like a fucking rubber duck I mean I don't know it in some scenarios I've been more vocal than others yeah it, when you're drunk yes no I mean just like sometimes like depending on how oh, good it I'm, is yeah how exactly. long how long it's been what all is happening exactly. sometimes I'm a little bit more make and like involuntary sounds yeah. but I'm not but I don't and I don't tell the person every time when I'm gonna come like usually I'll I'll be like don't stop. Well, that's your indicator of okay, it's about but to happen. How come every single time when you say I don't I mean women when or partners I don't know I would love to know if gay men do this to each other because it's like every <laughs> single time you're what? you're fucking a guy and you're like just like that or don't stop. They and you're like they so stop. close. No, they they stop what they're doing. They got you like you're almost to the finish line, and then they're like, "Oh, she wants me to go to Pound Town," and then it's like, "No, I did not say let's turn up your engines. Let's let's do that. Yeah, I just just keep, keep doing what you're doing. doing it exactly yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, no, they think if you say don't stop, it means like speed up. Oh, and I gotta I gotta go for it. No, no, it means don't. But and I. And I am learning the longer you have sex. Yes. <laughs> I learn from every scenario, but I am learning men really want you to guide them. Men like there's to a know. select few that just do what the fuck they want to. But there is a lot that want you to fully guide them. So well, maybe I, we have to be like, don't stop, but just do what you're doing. Like, well, keep- I started saying like. <laughs> Yes, just like that. Like, like, just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Don't stop. Just like that. Don't stop. 
That would be a good <laughs> traffic. Like we're giving take traffic. notes. I mean, truly, though. Yeah. And so, yeah, Mr. Callie would always be like, I just never knew if you came or not because you don't say anything. And I'm like, you'll eventually learn how my body feels when that happens. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've had ex-boyfriends tell me like. Well, I mean, I feel like they you could, have a physical reaction. It's a physical yeah. thing that's happening. And I was like, and usually when I, that's happening for me, I'm not, I kind of hold my breath. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. Whatever. Everyone's different. But. No, I just thought it was. Sorry, that reminded me of on shrinking. Whenever he's like, "Are you are you holding your breath?" The minutes pass, and she's like, <gasps> "Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> Wally, Wally, stop holding your breath." And she's like, <sighs> "It's so great, it's so great." <laughs> oh yes, I've. If y'all haven't started watching Shrinking, I've recommended it to so many people because it is amazing. I'm it's on my so, second pass through. Oh yeah, it's. I rewatch them. That's how feel good these shows are. I love it. What's funny is last yesterday I was telling Lauren I um, had a contract with a high school. So I was with high school students all day long filming and recording, which is exhausting. I have so much respect for teachers because by the end of the day, I was like, I physically can't form words like I just want to eat and lay on my sofa. So I decided to take an edible to relax. Mm-hmm. And some wild things happen. Lauren, I actually called her at one point because <laughs> I started getting... Okay. I got paranoid. I was the type of high that you are fucking paranoid. And I had made it... <laughs> what was his name? Harold or... It was Harold. Howard. Howard. It was Howard. She... Okay, let me tell you what, what she did. So she... She calls me. Yes. And she's like... Hey, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I need you to be my witness. And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I'm gaming. Okay, what am I witnessing? She's like, I ordered some ice cream. And this this guy, anyway, there was something about some fraud. I'm being, uh, there's fraud happening or spam or you, what, what you kept calling it. So I ordered DoorDash and I just got two pints of ice cream. I did not eat both, just one. I probably shouldn't have eaten the full one, but whatever. I was high. So they, the first person that picked up my, or that like selected or accepted my order, it was a, it was a scammer. I've been being scammed. Yeah. yeah, I said, so I've been being scammed. They told me that they got to the Tom Thumb and that my card was declined. And that's not how, and I'm like, you're not going to bullshit a bullshitter. Your order won't even go through on DoorDash if your card's declined. Right. And so then they were like, you're going to have to call and give them your... And I was like, fuck, no, I'm not. Well, as soon as they realized I'm not a dummy, they, like, canceled whatever. Well, then Howard picked up the order. And by then, I'm on the phone with DoorDash. And I'm like, you got a scammer on the payroll. (laughs) She's on the phone with me going... There's, I've been being scammed. There's a scammer. And yeah. now she goes, I need you to be my witness. I'm well, like, so what am I Lauren And I was like, listen, I'm a little high. And I ordered DoorDash. And the first time well, I was scammed. Well, now I have a different driver. And he may be a scammer too, but he might also be trying to murder me. So, so she calls. She's like, I think he may try to murder me. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, at least that way, if he if he murders me, you'll be on the phone. You can hear it. And and I'm like, I don't want to hear you yeah, be murdered. Yeah, she's like, oh, yay, me. Yay. I go, but hear you be can, how about we just not get murdered? Let's let's start there. And she goes like, so uh, this is, she's like, 
amping herself up yeah. the whole I'm way. I'm walking out down the hall and I'm like, I'm so nervous. Like, what, what's and Howard going to look like? I hear this. <laughs> what did you hear? <laughs> I hear this. I hear her go, hello? And he goes, uh, Daytree? She's like, yeah. And he's like, hi, I'm uh, Howard, right? Yeah. I'm Howard. Uh, here you go. And then he goes, like, here's your ice cream. And I could tell he looked at me and he's like, that girl is high. <laughs> and he was like, she was like, have a good night. And like, that was it. It was. The- yeah. But then I, wa- I walked, I turned away and walked off and I said, so false alarm. Howard's really nice. <laughs> she goes, he even brushed my, my finger when he was handing me the ice cream. I'm like, well, then that he's nice. <laughs> false alarm. I didn't die. <laughs> So great. So great. Okay, so that happened. So I ordered DoorDash. But for some reason, sometimes when I'm high, I'm like, I need to I need to document everything that crosses my mind. Because this is entertainment for y'all. And this is a valid, questionable thing. Have y'all noticed on Instagram that there are I guess whenever you're selected as someone's, what's it called, specific people, it's a green story. Well, that's like if they're close friends. Correct. Close friends list. But there's there's been a select few. There's been like low-key people that have, you know, like dudes that you used to talk to, and I'm on their close friends list. You're probably they probably have a list for like just like things they want chicks to see, but not guys, so that they don't right. Get fun and up. so I said, why do people share their Instagram Instagram stories with a list of close friends? You have to inten- you have to intentionally select who views it. Yeah, but then you it stays that way. You don't have to continuously do it. Right, but there's been people that have put me on their close friends list, and I'm like. Why the fuck would I want to view your story? So after I hooked so up, so they're doing it on purpose. I know. After I hooked up with Monopoly Man, I was on his close friends list for a while. Well, and it's like what? Why? But what make? But what why? it made me think is like, okay, you're legit. Like, what if you were the only person on his close friends list? I mean, that's shit I used to do with uh, Peter Pan on Snapchat. I would do just like I'd post something just to yeah piss him off, and I would just select only for him to do. Well, there's a few times that Mr. Callie, since ending our thing, has had a post, and it's close friends, and I'm like, okay, so that means he's just posting something that he wants me to see. Yeah, it's stupid. And I figured out what y'all are doing. So that was that was documentation one. Also, I wrote this down. Why did I just spend extra money to DoorDash ice cream to me? I spent $20 <laughs> to get two pints of ice cream DoorDash to me. You need to lose weight and you are poor. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I put. <laughs> and then I put, my mom is Liz on shrinking. Which low key, there's things I love Liz. I love her. But there are things that Liz does. And I'm like, this is my mom. This is literally my mom. Like I said, y'all need to watch Shrinking. Okay, so while she's looking at the next one, we went to dinner with her mom a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) And uh, just Deidre and I. And so she goes, her mom said something. We're talking it. And she goes, well, it takes me a while. Quite a, it takes me quite a while to 
trust somebody and let somebody in. And I, without... You want to know what her immediate response was? You don't say. No, I said, uh... I had it in my head until you said it. Oh, I know what it was. It was... No, not you. I said something like, <laughs> it was very smart ass. And I think it went over her head, but in my mind, I'm like, Lauren. <laughs> you, she said, you don't say. Maybe I said, no, you don't. I didn't say anything. No, you said something also. You go, you go, I, Mama, we know. That's what I think. You oh, said okay. something like, Mama, I think and we yeah. know. And I, I think I said, you don't say. Like, yeah. No, like, no, you. I think you were like, no, not you. <laughs> and I was no like, clue. we know, Mom. 100%. Yeah. She's doing better about making friends, so I'm real proud of her. Well, and I think she's slowly understanding that I'm not going away, so she's... Uh... She likes... She, <laughs> y'all, she just is a guarded, like... And moms like me. I mean, not she's my like mom, one but of those most moms clams. like me. You know when you would... Which I was little, and we would dig for clams, and they're just freaking tightly sealed, and you got to pry them open, and really, I didn't realize I was murdering them. Lose a clam. A very tightly shut clam. I saw a thing today, completely off track. What? That said, uh, the female version of a tea bag is a clam, uh, clam stamp. What's a clam stamp? Clam. Stamp? Clam. Yeah, did I send it to you? <gasps> oh, clam stamp, like your vagina on a face. Yes. True. I feel like I would like more of like a, I don't know. We need to come up with our own little thing. Well, I think that if you keep getting high, we gotta we need to reach out to someone and have them make like kitty whispers uh edibles, like a like a strand or a oh. brand just for us. Yeah, like stamped. Well, I have two more things. Well no, I have three more things. Lauren said a word last night that we're gonna talk about here in a minute. I reached out to Mr. Banana Man. He's back from Australia. Welcome back. Hi. You gonna come see me soon? <laughs> And not only can I sing like Britney Spears, I can also sing like Cher. Prove it. No. You got to prove it. How dare you not prove it? I was it? laying on my sofa singing do like it. Cher last night. Do no, it. I can't. I'll have to no. do it. I'll do it one night when you and I are both just three sheets to the wind and you can film it at that point and we'll do a callback. <laughs> We're going to do that. But so Lauren made a comment about hobosexuals. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I've never heard this term before, never, but okay. it makes perfect sense. For those of you who don't know, a hobosexual is someone who is attracted sexually to someone that they can live with because they're homeless. Yeah. And I mean, they don't even. OK, I feel like the what was his name? Mr. Tin Man, the country singer I used to date, he had a home. It was in a questionable area, but homeboy moved in pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, that's so what I'm saying. Anyone that you can live with, anyone you can, yeah, a hobosexual, they immediately mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Baby daddy over here. Mm-hmm. He uh, he has like girlfriends and he literally, it's like he goes from a serious relationship to another serious relationship and he moves in and stays with them. So that's I'm why. I'm sorry, that's creepy. If you are dating These older someone, women are, I mean, they have to be fucking pathetic. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, it's called insecurities. Yeah. And this man preys on them. But 
He's no he's, one should be moving in quickly. Well, he goes, he does it to where he's like, oh, but I got to go back out to the country. Take it like he does it. So it's convenient. So when he does leave, they're not asking what he's doing. That's usually when he's cheating. And so he uh, goes when he has my daughters, uh, he takes them to his mom's house and Mm -hmm. they get some of that. So, I mean, at least they're not being exposed to it. But yeah, fucking homosexuals. Yeah, that's just weird. And if you're a man and you're listening and this is the behavior, actually, even if you're a woman, if women do it too, anyone, if any of you are doing this, knock it off, like be content in what you got going on and stop jumping at trying to live with people because they feel more established or like you like how they're set well up you know is. no you know why he does it because he it saves him an hour drive so he does it like it's a matter of convenience for him it's pathetic it's a, it's what a user does they are so but uh anyway it's fine it's yeah whatever not my problem Mm-mm. but tomorrow uh, or today for y'all, because that's when this is going to post, uh, is the first day of April, which is my birthday month. And April Fool's Day. So don't let, don't keep your guard up. No, not the word. April Fool's Day. April Fool's. April Fool's Day. Yeah, April Fool's Day. So don't be. I used to love April Fool's when I was a don't, So don't be a fool. Yeah, don't be a fool. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to love April Fool's Day and I had like this fake little snake and I thought that like I, it would, if you fake snake me, I will cry. Don't nobody ever fake snake me. I will literally pass out and cry. Sorry. I'm being so inappropriate. I mean, (laughs) I don't even consider that a snake, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think that April, it always makes me happy. The weather starts becoming spring. Things become it is really alive pretty. again. Yes. It makes me happy. Uh, it's also green gala and pretty. month. You know, things start, there's so many of those that are coming up. And so yeah. that's fun. I, uh, I don't know. I did. I was going to tell this little story. So I have, things are finally kind of settling in and, um, I called Deidre. So the night she's crying about Mr. Robot, I had went to a banquet and this girl that I used to be friends with was there. And, uh, girl or Grinch, Mm. the Grinch. She low key looks like the Grinch. Yeah. Like, and, uh, it ain't good. Baby Grinch. It's not the full grown Grinch. (laughs) No, no, I can't even do it. I can't even make my face frozen. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's literally no way we could do it. We're not mean girls. We're not. She really she does was a look bitch. like the Grinch. And she is awful. She was a She's bitch. not a nice human. And she was mean to me. And she was uh, just, like, just not a, you know what it is? I think the ultimate, she just, not a woman's woman, right? Like, no. and I like women who support other women. Yeah. Who are kind. She is the type of woman that's, like, threatened by other women. Yeah, and so... Our friendship really realistically didn't last Mm-mm. that long. Uh, but she was talking to Big Brother and our friend Jeremy and every, there. And I walked up and I was like, we need to go. I Like I told him, I called Big Brother afterwards and I go, I literally uh, peed on y'all. And he's like, no, I could tell. Yeah, no, I don't like anyone that I dislike talking to my people. Like, Those are go. my people. 
So way. I walked up and I was like, hey, blah, blah, da, da, we need to go take a picture. And he, they're like, what? I was like, I kind of look, looked through. I was like, right now. Let's go right, right now. And now. she goes, right now. And then I just like completely just like took them with me. Like, don't talk to my people. No, Peeing on them. No, ma'am. Peeing on you. I know you're listening, big brother. And hopefully this audio is up to your standards. I really feel like uh, he needs to be I'm our sure he'll have sponsor. Some yeah. He likes to make a lot of comments and give a lot of notes, but... We're doing our best. Contribute to the funds. <laughs> yeah. If you have... you got to pay for those opinions sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have new shirts. They're super fun. They are cute. And we are uh, going to be selling them for $20. Yes. If you want one, DM us. Yep. And we'll get it out to you. So that's super fun. Uh, but yeah, we, we're we just trying to get everything together for you guys because we are officially sponsored by Spotify. So I'm sure mm-hmm. y'all probably heard the little uh, ad. ad at the beginning. Yeah. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and sharing and liking and all the things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, um, I wanted you to tell them how you were telling me you were feeling last night. Listen, it's been... She was like, Daydre, I can't take it anymore. And I was like, what? Well, I said I'm starting to get uh, frustrated. I'm sexually frustrated. That's what she's it's been five months. <laughs> I was in hibernation. I was very busy. This is what happens to me every single year. Like, yeah. I will get real busy with work. Nothing else matters. I kind of come through it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's springtime. I've lost a little bit of weight. I'm working on that. Working on my fitness. And mm-hmm. uh, she's my witness. And so I have, um, you know, I start feeling a little frisky. And I uh, have a little pep in my step. And now I'm like, well, I don't it's have. because it's starting to be her birthday month. That's why. And I don't have anybody to play with. She gets into birthday behavior April 1. You know what? I support oh my anybody. Gosh, we should have a t-shirt that says birthday behavior. Yes. <laughs> you can butter my biscuit. So then if you're acting a fool, I can be like, in birthday behavior mode. <laughs> birthday behavior <B-B>. mode. <laughs> it's be like BBE, but like instead of being boss bitch energy, it's like birthday behavior. Birthday behavior mode. And then at the bottom, it has to have like April 1 through April. Yeah. Says the girl who's had multiple theme parties for her birthday. I just, I mean, if we could have a themed party for yours, I would love it. I don't want to do that till my Why? big, uh, my big one in two years. Oh. This one's like, I'm happy to be alive. But now that we have a themed birthday for my birthday every year, that I feel like we have to keep it going. For your birthday? We've done it. We even did a theme birthday for Jeremy. We all dressed up like superheroes. We love themes. I was Spider Woman. I low key looked like a stripper. She was hot. I was so embarrassed. I was so, I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. Okay, I just want to say, as someone who loves her more than anything, she's always like I don't like that I don't I was so embarrassed but she does the most and she pulls but it it's off one outfit. <laughs> no you know what my you know what I, where I made a mistake and Catherine my friend Catherine called like pointed this out to me 
I was wearing the Spider Woman suit. It's literally shadowed around your boobies and your vagina. So you immediately look like you have a fat cat, which I do. It's fine. Whatever. I decided to wear heels with this outfit rather than putting on like Converse or something. And I'm like, no wonder I look like a fucking stripper. Whatever. She was hot. We'll insert a photo right here. No, I mean, it was embarrassing. I got so many. I think I would have been less embarrassed if we were like in Dallas because people would have been like encouraging it. But we were in Rockwell, Texas. So I was getting dirty looks from women like I was about to take my cat suit off and dance on her husband. Clam, the clam slam. Clam slam. That's what it is. Clam slam. Clam slam. Clam slam their face. I was going to clam slam their husband. (laughs) You might have. It was awful. Anyway. And then the AC was out at the place we were in. I think it was just hot. It was Texas. No, remember that they were like, oh, our AC is broken. And I'm like, I'm about to, it, when, when I'm hot, it panic does get mode. hot. Yeah. Panic mode. I left early that night. You did. You had to get home. I had my outfit fully unzipped before the end of the night. And I even thought about taking it off and tying <laughs> it around my <laughs> own. Uh, no, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so anyway, birthday behavior yeah. uh, is probably going to be a thing, maybe, but not maybe. It's always a thing. I really just want to go to Fredericksburg, I think. I would love to do that. I know, me too. Because um, they have the cutest. We stayed in this house one time, and I think the owners own like multiple houses, and they name them. They have a Every house has a different colored door. Mm-hmm. And so they have like the coral door, the emerald door, the sapphire door. And the whole house is themed around that color. And it's fucking cute. So everything in the house is like corally and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, I went for my birthday several years ago uh, with a friend. And we stayed on at the winery like in one of the uh, like little cabins or whatever yeah, but it's called something else the villas the villas the villas and uh we're poor right now though so we might be pitching a tent yeah that's okay um, we won't be pitching a tent she would i would not be about that life rattlesnakes are in the hill country that's why you have a tent not if you have to get up and go pee in the middle of the night i told you 1980 or 18 whatever that show was the oregon troll show I would 100% been that girl that got bit in the ass by a rattlesnake and died. That would have been me. While she was peeing. Actually, she's probably pooping. I don't know what she was doing, but she got bit in the ass by a rattlesnake and died. That would be me. I'd help you. I'd make sure you You don't remember it. that part? I she do. had her dress all I lifted do. up and oh, she's like, ah! Yes, of course I remember that part. And then all of a sudden it just cuts to her grave site. And I'm like, <laughs> I like your version better. <laughs> that would have been me. I, no. I know. Like, how dramatic do we want to make this part? Ah! <laughs> Insert Daydre. <laughs> Being bit by a rattlesnake on her ass cheek. Oh, my God. That but, would be my... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something like that. Who really knows? Uh, <laughs> I was also going to tell this. So, a couple of weeks ago, I was kind of upset. It was when my good friend that I talked about last time passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, I was drinking wine, and then I... Talked to Sam, and this is when I started realizing that I was coming out of hibernation because I woke up the next day, oh, and no. no, I mean, I didn't know or think anything about it because I think I ended up texting you and Sam and was talking to him for a while, and 
anyway, I had sent. <laughs> so I was telling you about where we'll, we'll call him Mr. Lexus. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, he's been reaching out here lately, like more frequently. And I've known him for almost eight years, but I'm like, mm-hmm. why is he fucking all of a sudden? Like, Hey, how are you? What are you doing? Drunk and slides into the deep. So yeah, I'm like, but I didn't remember it. I'm like, why is he like messaging me all the <laughs> what time? What is wrong with this I was guy? like, God, he's thirsty. And that's all I could think of. And then she's the thirsty one. I'm not thirsty. I create thirst. <laughs> Is that what you do? And then I quench it. She was thirsty last night. Just aggravated. But anyway, What's funny so- is she goes, you were a little toasty last night. And she, she was like, tell me to stop because I've I was been- like texting. Yeah, but hold, well, let me finish. So <laughs> Mr. Lexus has been reaching out and I'm like, even calling me. And I'm like, what is, what is going on here? We have not seen or talked to each other in forever. And, uh, and then... Young Buck texted me, what was it, several days ago? And mm-hmm. I was on the phone, Daydre, and I go, Daydre, I just got a text that says, Miss You Too, from Young Buck. So then I go, and I look, and I'm like, oh. I texted him at 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, Miss You, and a thirst trap picture. And she has no memory of these. Yep, didn't remember. It was late. I mean... You know, honestly, regardless of if I'm not that drunk or not, if it's super late and I'm tired. No, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't even think that I was like, it wasn't like I was like shmammered. It was more of like, it was late. I think I was a little stoned, like, you know, and. Maybe it's that. And so stoned. I, and then uh, so I went to Mr. Lexus's text and I had done, I didn't say miss you, but I had sent him the same picture and, and a kiss face. And so I was like, well, that's, I'm just, Jeez. I call it fishing. I was just fishing. I was just throwing it out there. Just casting her hook. That's what was happening. Whatever. Well, last night, she's like, Deidre, make me stop. She's like, she named two people, and she's like, I'm texting them nice things. And these are people <laughs> that, like, low-key kind of annoy her, and I'm like, knock it off. <laughs> I was just feeling so nice. And then, so she ends those conversations and then jumps. And y'all, it's like 10, 30, 11. I'm on the verge of going. She then starts texting our group of girlfriends and I only sent two or three texts. I know, but I was like, here we go. No, We're she about- immediately <laughs> texts said- me on the other side and she goes, you better not start in the group chat. And the yeah, queens- I was like, now you're starting in the group chat. I was like, I am She's not. She's going to start giving us this whole like, oh, I just love y'all so much. <laughs> We're all going to be like, Lauren. You know what? <laughs> I bet our listeners would rather somebody be send them sweet, Positive nice things. things. Honestly, she left me the sweetest audio message the other night, and I woke up to it, and I was like, oh, Josh, wrote you wait. Yeah, she, uh, my poor Zobug had some stomach things happening, and it looked like a murder scene in my house, and I came home, and I was real upset, and I didn't want my children to come home and see it, and had to rush her to the emergency room, and Daydre, being the rock star she is, literally sprung to action, came over, cleaned my carpet, and I told her last night that, um... You know, she's she's been along the ride with me for the past several years, but like especially over the last like six, seven months of just mm-hmm. like hard shit and yeah. um, things that we can't talk about, but I'm sure you could guess. And mm-hmm. uh, 
Maybe not even that extreme. But anyway, and so there's not been a lot that she's been like tangible support other than just listening, which is tangible, but like she's a doer, right? Like she likes to do. And so I'm a caretaker. Yeah. Like she, she had the opportunity. Like I'm honestly better at taking care of people than like verbally, like giving affirmation. That's just not what I know. It's not her strong suit. I'm just now noticing this about me. And that is where I'm like my mother. Mm. I mean, I've noticed it for a while because I'd be like, I didn't notice it though until our friendship. Really? Well, in my other friendship. And then I'm like, well, shit. But I'll be like, I love you. You're wonderful. You're amazing. She's like, thanks. (laughs) I love you. Or like, I'm real sad. She'd be like, a lot of people love you, but not like I love you. Like a lot of people. She knows I love her. I know. She was real sweet right before we recorded. She goes, I just want you to know that I love you. I said, well, because she was getting a little fired up over our software over here and I was like I love you <laughs> no, she goes, I just want you I know, to know I don't tell you that all the time yeah. but I do <laughs> made me feel good but yeah so she was she I, I was so appreciative of her uh coming over and helping in such a stressful moment that uh which Zoe's okay by the way she's slowly recovering we haven't backslid which is good but uh I made her right. She brought over stuff later um, for her and went to the store for me, which was also amazing. And so I made Rice Krispie treats with the intention of one self self soothing and then two sharing with day three. She <laughs> so, knows how much I love Rice Krispie yeah. treats. So I can't make them at my house because I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah. And that was the way that I could have some and she could have some. So and she gave me two big ones. Yep. Works out. Loved it. I know. Well, um, we are really looking forward to y'all getting the rest of this uh, interview. I think that it's really, hopefully y'all y'all get something from it. I mean, we obviously are such big Mm -hmm. advocates of mental health. Mm -hmm. And Leslie is awesome. Yes. Love her. She's like one of my favorite people. And she's related to me. So that's fun. And we'll definitely have more episodes of her. We'll we'll maybe discuss more specific topics when it comes to mental health but this next half is kind of cool because Lauren asked a lot of specific questions and so yeah and so she was able to kind of give her feedback and hopefully y'all enjoy and get something from it and I think we're gonna have some things coming up we're gonna be changing changing some things around Mm -hmm. as far as like uh how we interview when we interview what where topics are things like that and uh it's gonna be fun gonna be a fun season so anyway is that it are we good i think that's it until next time we'll see y'all next week bye love you we've actually talked about in um quite a few times about like red flags so for you as a mental health therapist i'm just gonna call you boss lady uh that whenever you are talking to somebody and what would you say like kind of an overall what are some red flag behaviors that you would like for people like just in dating like in general yeah just in general or maybe dating for like mm-hmm. red flags like if someone like you said one if they're draining you uh-huh. if they feel like you're not getting they're constantly taking and not ever feeding back yes mm-hmm. um just some other things you know i I would say if it feels like work, which relationships are work. You have to, if you're in it, it's it's work. It's work to stay positive. But if it feels like work, if you're dreading picking up the phone, if you hear that ringtone or whatever you have set for them or they're in your list like, fuck, no, it's, it's a red flag, stop it. Um, you know, if they are, you know, because we all have our things and it's how they treat other people. Like I am a firm believer once you kind of get settled in with someone, have them around all of your friends. 
in a stressful situation. See how they act. See them drunk. See them drunk around your friends. See them drunk around their friends. Um, travel with them because, whoo, you don't know somebody till you travel with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you're just in that first day area, like, are they listening? Yeah. You know, I when, when I was in the dating app world, you know, I went out with a guy one time, and he talked a lot about himself. He was very, very accomplished, according to him. Mm-hmm. And he was very smart. Just ask him. He'll tell you. Or don't ask. He would still tell you. Um, and I was like, and he's like, so what about you? And I'm like, what do you want to know? Oh, you want to hear about me. And, I mean, we're, like, probably two hours at, like, dessert is at the table, you know. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, or you talk to them for a little while, and they, they just aren't asking questions to get to know you. They, they probably don't really want to know you. Like, they may have an end goal that you're not wanting to have, right? So, it's that communication and matching communication styles. You know, it's hard to, and I know y'all talked about it um, with... What, which one? Kelly? Yeah, him. You know, and sometimes you can say, listen, I am a person that needs to communicate, and I need these messages, and I, like, this is important to me. And if they don't do it, that's a red flag. If you're being ridiculous, if you're saying, I need you to message me every hour, and I need you to check in with me on all these times, like, people have lives. We're grown-ass people. We're going to have jobs. Things are going to come up. That might not happen. But if it's, I'm not hearing from you all day, and you're like, oh, I was too busy. Like, at some point, you went to the bathroom. At some point, you were sitting there peeing. You only need one hand. so connected to our phone. So, you don't have your phone out of your hand most of the time. Like, I would, you know, I dated a guy briefly when I was doing therapy full-time. And so, I would literally have have clients for eight hours of the day with a 10-minute spot in between each one. And so, there were times for hours, I wouldn't even pick up my phone. He like, why aren't you answering me? Bitch, I'm at work. Because yeah. like, yeah. no, I can't. Cause right. I'm, or I don't want to talk to someone else right now. And it's, it's you know, my time. Yeah. if they can't understand that, you know, that's a problem, you know. And it's and those are the little things that will build up. Because it's gonna, if they're annoying you in the beginning and you talk about it and you have a healthy conversation and they still aren't doing it, it's, it's not behavior. You know, it's not going to change. That behavior is not going to change and you're not going to get what you need. So then you have to decide, is this something I really need? Or can I just know that this person doesn't do this for me and I keep it moving because all of these other boxes are checked? Right. Okay. That's a choice you make, though. Mm-hmm. And you, so you, you plug along with that. And it's knowing, like, is this really that important to me that I'm going to die on this hill? And it may be. And you say, I can't. I can't. Yeah, having needs doesn't make you needy. Right. No, absolutely and, and not. And so I think that, like, for me and Daydream, I've talked about it, is, like, you have to make a list. You have to know what your uh-huh. needs are. You have to know what, what it is that you're looking for. And does this person, they may be great, but they don't align with what you are looking for, right? right? Or what you need, truly, what is your thing. Yes. Um, I need someone who is understanding that my life is busy. And uh-huh. during Oprah Moment, I'm working crazy 14-hour days, 16-hour right. days, and I'm on the phone. And I may not have time to answer your text. I don't need you throwing shit at me because I'm busy, right? right. Um, maybe I'm when the girls were smaller. I mean, I remember, like, I will over-accommodate. I bet I remember picking out lice and because both of them had it, and then I'm dealing with this, and they're like, why you? Because my life is busy right now, you know? Right. And it's just space, space, you know, and a space to be you and feel mm-hmm. who you are. I think that's so important, yeah. of, like, knowing what your needs are. Yeah. If you're changing who you are yeah. fundamentally, 
not things that you know you need to work on. Like we all, you know, I, I don't, I think, I mean, I've had a lot of therapy. I'm pretty healed, but there's still things I need to work yeah. on. Come on. I'm pretty healed, um, but I'm going to say fuck a lot. Sure. A thousand percent. <laughs> thousand percent. And I'm going to get whiny about stupid shit. And then I'm going to be like, oh, oh, that's whiny. I'm sorry. Like, or, you know, I have those days where you're just annoying the shit out of yourself. And so you're pissy with people and you're like, I, my bad. Like that was a me thing. But that person should understand that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're on the same page. So it's just, it's knowing what your true needs are. Not our, not really our wants, because we all want a lot of things. Like, we want that perfect relationship, and we want them to do all of the things. They're not going to, nobody's going to. And if they are in the beginning, red flag. Um, so you've got to watch for that. Because if they're pleasing and so love bombing, they're doing the things. you're and doing all the wonderful things in the beginning, that they're not, that's that's red flag? It's, yeah, it's kind of. It is a fucking red it flag. Is. It I, is. I, I, Buying you flowers and doing all this. And there are those men that do those things. How long do they keep it up? Like I think that there's just like a healthy medium, right? Sure. Like, like, hey, I'm trying to do that. I want to. But, like, when you're just, you feel like someone's snowing you all yes. the way. Love bombing. Love bombing. What is your definition of gaslighting? Making someone believe that their reality is not true. An example of that in the workspace. Um, so if you're in the workspace, so like, let's say you're doing a a job and you're working hard and you say, okay, you're, you've got this, you're doing this project 1000% and then they don't give you information. So you're trying to, and you do everything as you were told, you've got the emails, you've got the receipts of this is how I was told to do it. And they're like, I never said that. I didn't, I didn't ask you, or I told you to do it this way after I sent that email. No, you didn't. That's not what I meant. So, you know, my, I am a, as a state worker, you know, you, uh, everything's a follow up email. So if you tell me if, if we're working on a project and then we talk in person, I'm going to go in my office. I'm going to send you, per our conversation, you just said you wanted me to do this. Is this correct? I want to make sure before I start making changes. Yes. And that way they don't have the option to come back. I love that. Yeah, we just did, uh, I'm an advisor for a leadership class, mm-hmm. and we just had someone come in and speak to the class about communication, and uh, she said clear is kind, and I love that, and it is truly, yes. you know, when you're not being clear, when someone is not being clear with you, and uh, intentionally so, sure, it's not kind, right? Like, it, it kind of leaves room for error and misinterpretation. Mm-hmm. And some people, it's almost like they do it because they want you to fuck up. Yes. Right. Yeah, it may be a setup. Yeah, it absolutely. Very well, be a setup. well, and that's where you know I started to do this with the girls' dad. I started saying um, to make sure I'm understanding correctly, mm-hmm. because I want say it back to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it's so important to just be able to do that, and like also assuming positive intention um, whenever someone is talking to you. Yes. You know, a lot of times we have our own little filters and backlash of, like, things. And, and when someone says it, you're like, oh, they are doing that. Well, no, maybe they were truly just trying to help you. Maybe right. they were doing that. Now, if they weren't, then they weren't being clear. Or sure. they were setting you up. But you, with your own communication tools, do you love my four T's? I love that. Oh, God. I love it. I'm so excited. Say it. Okay, now I want you to say it. Why me? Because you're almost there memorizing it. She's like, always gets one off. Tone, tact, timing, and truth. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. And I think that it's so important because it's true. It really is. I tell the girls all the time. I'm like, maybe a perfect, great time to, you know, uh, you may have a very valid question. You may have a one. Is it the best time? I'm in the bathroom 
peeing or trying to get a shower right. for you to be, is it the best time for you? Why well, I'm in the middle of phone calls. Like, is this really painful? There's little, all these things, yeah. right? You can say, uh, we're working on tone right now, my preteen. Cause yes, yes ma'am. Sounds you a lot your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Sounds a lot different than yes, ma'am. Yes. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think tone's important. And you know, and it's okay to say, you know, if someone comes at you, because we all have our shit. Again, we all have our shit. And they may come at you with a tone because of their shit or whatever they're stressed about. And so they come at you and I always, you know, if someone comes at, comes in hot, I'd be like, ooh, you coming in a little hot. Like, can we rephrase that? Like, can yeah. you try again? Like, do you want to start that sentence over, or do you want me to respond in kind? Yeah. And most of the time, people are like, okay, you're right. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to be busy. Like, it just, I need this, you know. And I'm like, okay. But you get to call people on their shit. You get to say, ha, nope, try again, start over. You know, because we have people call all the time. Like, I work right now, I'm in community mental health, and sometimes people want us to do things that aren't like real they want us to just fix their person like they're in psychosis and they're having i need y'all to come over and pick them up and do that and i'm like no no we're not doing that and then they'll start i'm like you dagger you're not doing it and i'm like yeah hold on i'm gonna need you to rephrase because we're not having this conversation like when you can be polite to me you can call us back and i will be happy to help you in any way we can and i will flat hang up the phone and then they usually call back and it's like i'm sorry i'm just stressed out i get it but you don't get to talk to me like that. And and that's how, I mean, I do that in every aspect of life. I did that to a, a guy at a gas station the other day. Like, I was checking out, and he was like, well, what? And I was like, I said, I'm going to need you to start over. Because I didn't come at you hot. And he's yeah, like, oh. my dad. Like, almost every day. Reprise. You know what he does? He hangs up the damn phone. Good. Well, that's fine. That's a choice. That's and then nice. what's funny is he'll call back like an hour later and be like, hey, babe. Uh-huh. Like it never happened. Because yeah. he recognized that he's being an asshole. Right. But the fact that he's not owning it. He, he doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't but I, I tell people all the time, like, you're, you're a level eight, and I need you to be about a two. Like, we got to be able to find a little ground here. Uh, I tell the girls all the time, you're allowed to be angry and frustrated. You're allowed to be angry at me. You don't have to like anything, but you are going to be respectful. Okay. And you are going to communicate it well, because... You don't need to just shit all over people. And the other day, her oldest was like, why does everything have to be a lesson, Mom? And she's like, because it is a lesson. Because it is. Because it drives them. Because I'm trying to do better. <laughs> mean what you say. Don't be mean when you say it. Yeah. I like that. No, and I think it's so important. And, you know, I think that if more people were able to do that and have a sounding board and yes. talk to somebody, they That's would right. be able to have healthier shit, right? Yes. And uh, then the world would be perfect. And, oh, yeah. There'd be something. There's always politics. <laughs> They don't know how to talk to each other in there. I don't think so. Oh, it's, it's fine. They need lessons in communication, being kind. They okay. do. Or gaslighting. Gaslighting, all the things. <laughs> so there will always be issues. But if everyone communicated better, right. it would be better. Yes. We could be better. And everyone can communicate better. You know, there's always a way to, to, to communicate better. And, and I think that's one thing that therapy does do, you know, because it's, like if you're having the same problem over and over and over and over and over, and people respond to you in the same way over and over and over and over and over. Or your relationships are failing over and over and over and over and over. Like, it, it may be you. Like, you may have to look inside. And it may be that you have a terrible pickler because you have past trauma and you grew up with domestic violence or abusive relationships. And that's what you get into because it's the devil you know. Because there's a comfort in that. So, you keep getting into these relationships because you didn't deal with, with little you and what they went through. So it is you, not because you're bad at relationships right. or because you're picking the wrong people, but it's because 
you're going with the, the what you know, that normal that you grew up with. Well, and what they call that that you're like, I forget what the scientific term is, but it's something about your core beliefs. Yeah. Uh, and if somebody like triggers that inside of you where you feel immediately like my therapist, like, you know, you're, you got to think about it immediately feels like, oh my gosh, I've known this person forever and all of those things. It's not because you've known that person. It's because they're activating literally yes. the chemicals inside of you that like your brain and your whole body is reacting to that because, but you have to think, is that a safe emotion? Is this from right. a safe place? Uh-huh. And then, so now she's like, you want a slow burn. You don't want a fast fire, you know, and if it feels that way, then it's. And well, even in the fast fires, like a fast fire is okay if you know it's a safe one. Right. And that's, the, you know, if you're like, oh, this this feels so good because it feels like this. Oh, that's when you go, whoa, wait a minute. Like, if this feels so good because it's brand new, I've never felt this way before, and this feels safe and comfortable, and I feel like I can be vulnerable and all those things, cool. Have that fast fire. But if it's that fast fire, you're like, oh, this feels so good, and then you start going, but when did I feel this before, which is always the question you ask yourself, when did I feel this before? And you're like, oh, when I was with so-and-so in high school, and how did that work out? Okay, so let's let's. Let's maybe rethink of what's happening here. So it, it is, it's, it's, is this real right now? And that's, you know, when I have people kind of get in those emotional states or when anybody gets in that heightened emotional state, you know, what do you feel like? And a lot of times I'll have people say, well, I feel like a little kid. And it's because that's who's in charge. That's where you learn that behavior. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like a little kid, it's because that little kid needs to heal. And that's what therapy is for. Because that's who's in charge in that moment. Because your brain went, oh, I know, I know. And if you're back here in this moment, then it's not real. So mm-hmm. is this real in the present moment? Like, right. am I really feeling this? Yeah. Or am I picking somebody because they make me feel like I have to work and earn love because sure. I was learning that as a kid. Right. And so it activates that part of you of, like, your subconscious trying to heal the past by mm-hmm. picking. Or fixers. Yeah. yeah. Finding fixers, yeah. you know. I want to fix I was like the one whenever they said like I was the kid that like I was in charge like having to be an adult when I you know mm-hmm. managing everybody else so I grew up doing that right until I realized that my life was, wasn't really serving me right well. you know you used to be a kid yeah um there's a lot of that but I think that that's where like on this side of it you know I was joking about like finding somebody but I truly I feel like there is a point where you almost get to be I don't want to say you're never never fully healed, but you're on this side of it where you're yes. like, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, I don't really yeah. truly believe everybody's a sociopath. I've, had, I've accepted that that's not right. I'm pretty sure the ones that aren't are just married. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. We can write them out. We can write them out. We can write them out. Uh, you know, but I get Right. But no, I mean, I, I say that jokingly, but that was a place I was in for a while. Right. Uh, and it, but now on this side of it, I'm like, huh, you know, but I'm also completely satisfied. Yes. You know, I think that I miss when my life settles down. I like having a companion. Of course. You know, um, someone to go do fun things with. But you got me. I got AJ. But there's a thing, you know, and that's one of the things I think about healing. She's not a lesbian. When you get to that point is you're okay with being alone. Yeah. Like, and it's lonely sometimes when you're alone, right? Because you're laying there watching TV and you're like, oh, it'd be nice if somebody could cuddle with me. But I'm good being alone. If you can't be alone, then you have healing to do. You have healing to do because you should be able to be alone and not lonely all the time. So what does it mean when you prefer to be alone at this point? Then it's you're healing. Yeah. At this point, like, it's like I I got to. Because I don't think you prefer it. I think if someone came in and checked the boxes and understood your life and met your needs, 
That's you would be like, <laughs> but I don't think you would discount it. I don't think you would just she throw wouldn't. it away. She wouldn't. But you're not gonna it, just because you're not actually out there looking for everything. 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 Be like, am I imagining this? Everything. Am I thinking I'll be like, yeah. my therapist told me. I was like, I think I'm just. I think I'm good with being alone. She's like, well, I was like, I'm successful. This is going good. Right. My kids. I'm being a good mom. Like handling all my stuff. Um, I don't think I really need that. She was like, mm, but like. Do you really feel that way? I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm okay with it. And she was like, it's going to take, uh-huh. it's going to take someone special. It's going to take someone who has done a lot of healing and growth because yep. I don't think you're going to be satisfied with someone who's here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my bull, I, listen, I put up with so much bullshit that that part has been like, yeah, it's, it's, your tolerance is gone. It's gone. And, and so <laughs> that's no longer there. Sorry, it was always on Satan and, you know, uh-huh. but uh, and so now, you know, on this side, it's like, I think I'm okay. And she's like, well, that's a good place to be. Um, because I, I've also, I think that when you've lived through hell and in a bad relationship oh. that you realize that it's so much better to be lonely and are a little lonely mm-hmm. and have peace yes. versus living in complete turmoil just for right. the sake of having someone there being in a relationship and being lonely yeah in that relationship you're lonely, right, right right that's the worst part of lonely is when you're in a relationship and yeah. you're lonely but yeah i think it's i think you're in that healing point like that's where you should be in, right and they you know you get to that point of healing where again value added if you are not value added you are not going to be in my life yeah. friends family relationship whatever you need to be value added you have to add to me because i'm good i've been good for a hot minute like right. i make my own money i pay my own bills i have my own house i do all the things like you need you. to be value added Mars. and i don't yeah. need you <laughs> it's the not needing it's not needing, right i don't need you i don't <laughs> need you boss bitches <laughs> right here right here uh and i think that that's it's true though because yeah. you do finally get to that point and i think that is intimidating um and daydream i think that's kind of been her place and daydream like you're you're still want to have you're still looking to procreate Truth. There um we're done. done. The factory's closed over here. The factory is open yeah. for business. I'm going to be spayed. That's wonderful. Oh, my God. It was like 20. I was 25. It's perfect. The fear of never being knocked up by some oh, random. Amazing. No. <laughs> I love that. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm ready for it, though. But I feel like yes, you're also, yes. And you just are ready. You're going to place for it. Yeah. You just got to find somebody on the same. Right. Like, what's funny is now, anyone I talk to, I'm like, listen. Mama's ready to have a baby. I think you have to be. I think that's very important to communicate what you're you're looking for. I said that to somebody last night, and it did. He didn't. Oh, by the way, text her. He uh, did. Is this what, almost, he goes, nice. are you home? You wait. You gave your number to the guy that went like no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This is, okay, this. Is, <laughs> I, we've talked about this guy before. He's the one that had the full bush when we hit that. Oh, that guy. That. Yeah, that guy. He's very good looking. He's definitely not my type. But he sent me the you home text. Not even like, a word. You. 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 Not even a Y O U. It was capital U. And I was like, no, I'm not home. And when I do get home, my cousin's staying with me. And he had the nerve to say back, every time I text you, you have someone with you. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm a popular person. Ain't it? But then I sent back to him. I was like, look, clearly you don't want something serious. 
I'm ready to get married and have children. So that's why I have pushed you off. Like, that's why I have, I'll you're not a serious. Can we have one? You know what? He then was like, he then texted me, because this was their messenger. He then texted me and was like, well, when can I see you again? And I was like, oh, are we going to go on a date? And he was like, yeah, I'll take you on a date. I'm a little confused. And also, before this day happens... But he's not a contender. She's already he's, not he's not a contender. So. I don't want a bodybuilder. No way to mind. I, Mama likes to eat, and I don't want someone to be like, you're real prepping today. <laughs> but also don't want someone that wants full bush. So That's fixable, though. I know, but I don't want to have to make that request before the next day. That wasn't on her list of Maybe you want sex in the city. Come on. It's fixable. Oh. Just shake it for you. That's the problem, though, is when I go down to do my my work, he doesn't get the best performance because the hair was in the way. <laughs> it's simply not it. Not it's not it. it. Not, not, it. not it. He's trying. In fact, I will like I oh, I give it. I give him props for. Well, say that again because we have to start. I was just saying I give him props for yeah, being consistent. But I did make it very clear last night, like, I'm ready to have babies. My clock's running out. Unless you're donating sperm. Well, and you know what else I said? Because I was a little buzzed. <laughs> I said, I do think we would make some D1 athletes. <laughs> and they would be I very agree. attractive. They would. I said, but I just don't think we're on the same page. <laughs> he goes, okay, when can we go on a date? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So maybe he could become a contender. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm I'm not the fact that he, he had a very. He was not. It did. It almost made him want me more. You can. You I made him mad. That's what I'm saying. Get the troopers out. Do it for him. Give me a whole thing. But she also didn't have that great personality whenever we hung out. It was just weird. You were also so kind of like not fully. That's true. I totally. He was a rebound. Like I totally only did it because I was like. So you should go on a date with this guy. Just one a date. I already had not hook up with him. I already have a date on two yes, days. and not hook up with him. One day and not hook up with him after the date. Those stupid pheromones that we have that make you feel like you like someone just because they got you off. Right? He didn't even do oh, that. Oh, but he didn't good. do that. So, though. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't even do that. It's because you were thinking about a hairy bush. I know. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I was so focused on the bush that I was like, I can't. Okay. <laughs> anything else. But I'm gonna try really hard. Like hopefully and Mr. making eye contact with you. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all, my doodle. He likes to enjoy the show. When <laughs> I just shut him out of my room, Leslie. He'll come up <laughs> and he'll rest his little head on the bed. He's like, Are you done? She said the now whenever I hear the story, all I can think about is this Harry Bush and then her uh and and like on all fours and yeah. Parker just I was like, we gotta stop, we gotta stop, I gotta get her out of here, but I'm just, okay, I have this date on Tuesday, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to be good, I'm gonna be very attractive. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. You can sleep with him. Plus, he doesn't live here, so you're not going to see him that often. So, you can always get it and then learn if you like him. But is that really... Okay. But you just ended up with somebody because you didn't want to do it long distance, and now you're going to be... I think you go on the date. This one, I would see more. 
I think. Okay. And he also could, I don't know. Him and I are going to get real. It's not, it's and a car drive, this not an airplane. Exactly. It's a car drive. It's a few hours. Yeah. Simple. But you can get it in if you want. But literally, if I go and the personality is not there, I will not be attracted to him. And yeah. so it will be very simple, easy for me to like, it was nice meeting you. Not my vibe. Go for it. Yeah. I feel like you do. Yeah. I feel like you just do what you feel like. Absolutely. I'm going to see him in person. It's going to be like hard eyes. He's rolling now. Unless he has no personality, and they're just gonna be like, oh. I know. But then she said she wouldn't mind if he was a robot. She was going to tell us what that was like. True. Sex with a robot. Okay. Well, mess up. I'll find Either you. way, make a choice. We can't wait to give you a <laughs> <laughs> And do you want to tell them all your handles? What do I um, Do I know all my handles yet? Um, so it's uh, hey-therapist.com is the website. Do you want to tell them why we had to go with that domain? So <laughs> I, own two, I own both, and they both redirect you to the right one. But um, if you just type in hey therapist, um, it flags a lot of things because it breaks down to hey the rapist. <laughs> um, so so that's we went with hey-therapist. Hey um, the socials are Hey Therapist Socials mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. I don't think we have. Well, a do you have a, yeah, we'll definitely share. Like, if you have a link, we'll share her stuff. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have all some links, and yeah, we're gonna see how it goes. Well, we so appreciate you coming and spending so hot hour with us. She spent more than an hour. Well, I met with them. Hours. With them. With them. Listen, it was a lot of work. not the prep. It, it was, was hard. hard. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. You're welcome. Yeah, well, we may be some boss bitches, but electronics are not our jam. Apparently, so. <laughs> we just had to buy the right software and then buy different software and then re-download some things. But we got it worked but out. You are know, in our studio right. space. I got the upset. Not now. So we got to wrap it up. <laughs> On that note. There you go. Do you want to give them a positive takeaway for the last one liner? Yeah, you have one the last one? What's a good Go see a damn therapist. Go see yeah. a therapist. That's a good positive Make a choices. That's my, everything in life is a choice. Everything is a choice. You make choices all the time for everything that you do. Make good choices. Bye. Thank you for sharing. Bye. Bye.